it's Sophia Franklin. You are listening to Sophia with an F. Hey, and the F is for phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is rated F. I always say, like, no matter how many no's you get along the way, like, you never give up. So it's like, that's the mentality you have to have in order to break through whatever career it may be to mm-hmm. get to that next level. Apartments.com believes having a gym in your building does way more than just get you in shape. It turns your entire life around and is a great place to scope out the hot guy that lives in your building. And by guy, I mean guys. Having a gym in your building makes it 10 times more likely that you actually end up, show up, and work out. I mean, it's five floors down or whatever it is. And you'll be saving money on a gym membership that you'll go to probably half as much. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live is easy. Apartments.com hosts more rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place or a treadmill for that matter. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit apartments.com, the place to find a place. Hi everyone, welcome to Sophia with an F. Before I jump into this episode, I do wanna tell you guys to subscribe. Ella, thank you so much for joining me, guys. I have Ella. Halikas. Yes. Did yes. I say it correctly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually Gabriella Athena Halikas. Full yes. name. That's it, baby. Gorgeous name. Thank You're you. Greek. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. How yes. Greek are we talking? Like, were you born there? Your so, parents? Hundred percent Greek, but wasn't born there. It was more of like another generation. So like my grandparents, Yaya and Papu or whatever, were born there. Okay. Um, and then my parents were born in the States, but for some reason, they're both 100, which makes me 100. Some people might argue and be like, you're a fraud because you weren't born there, but shit. Wait, both of your parents are 100? Yeah. Like, how old are they really? Like, like, <laughs> no, no, I know. I need to, like, talk to them about this because I'm like, what do you mean we're 100%? But also, oh, my God, I thought you were saying they were 100 years old. No, I'm dead. No, 100% Greek. I'm like, what She's do you like, mean wait, your parents are 100? Wait, you're like, you are Am lying. crazier <laughs> didn't sound like that for one second? Wait, that is so, <laughs> I was like, wait, how old are they? Well, they, um, let me actually think. I'm like, your parents are 100. Wait, like, that is so fun. No, 100% Greek, baby. You know what? These I'm are dead. these are two women right here that we are smart on top of our looks. We right? are right. Like we have the beauty in the brains. We just have slip ups. Like let it happen. <laughs> Fucking dead. That that was a slip up that would happen to anyone. One hundred percent. That was fair. Right. One hundred. One hundred. One hundred. Okay, I'm done with you. <laughs> We're like two minutes in. We're like so a hundred years old. But God. Okay. That is <laughs> so fucking funny. But they're not a hundred. They're they're kicking around. Right, they're kicking around. They're walking. Yes, still okay. walking, fully functioning. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. I'm so glad. <laughs> glad we cleared that up. Just. This has been like the most entertaining first four minutes ever of anything. Iconic. Um, cheers. A cheers. 
Elle and I are drinking um, some hard seltzers. So, yes. but this is my first one, and I'm already acting a little bit loosey. Right, we're a little crazy already. God knows what we're going to be doing. In Twenty minutes. <laughs> I'm from nervous now. for us. <laughs> Let's keep drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Let's absolutely do it and see where it fucking goes. Okay. Literally. So, Ella, I was looking into your story. By the way, you have a Wikipedia page, which I'm sure you knew. I just recently saw that. I didn't even know that. That's like when you know that you have fucking made it Thanks, and you're Wayne. on a different level. I don't have one. Well, we're, who do we need to call? I don't know. I'm making the call for you. Let's go. Oh, I thought you were going like, to give She's me like, like some insider like I submitted no, myself. I no <laughs> Could you imagine? I was like, I have an email right for, ready for you. <laughs> no, but I actually am curious how that works out. I mean, regardless. We're manifesting this. We're manifesting. Yeah, Sophia Franklin, Wikipedia, and your yep. Wikipedia picture from what I saw, gorgeous. Thank you. And whoever submitted your thing yeah. is obsessed with you. <laughs> they were on my side. They, they were on my side. They absolutely were. Thank you so much. So I looked you up and model yes. and body rights activist Yes. Love and that. TikToker. Yeah. You're blowing up everywhere. Thanks, girl. Everywhere. Oh, thanks. How do you feel? When and it said plus size model in mm-hmm. front of the model thing. Yeah. Tell me how you feel about that. So it's interesting because when I first got started, I was, I think I was a little bit like, I don't want to be classified into any kind of box, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I still feel like I don't want to be in a box. Mm-hmm. Um, people are always like, what's the right terminology? Is it plus size? Is it curve? Like, and that's the thing is like, there's no really right answer. Like it's kind of like however you want to put it. Mm-hmm. Also the industry, it's, it's interesting. It's like if you're over a size 10, you're plus size. Some say if you're over a size eight, you're plus size. And then some say you're over a size 16, then you're plus. So it's like, there's not even a right terminology. I honestly just say I'm a curve model because I don't necessarily feel as if I am a plus size model because I can still shop up to an XL. Okay. So I think it's like once you go over the standard clothing sizes in stores is when it's more of like a plus category. Although there's some like shops or stores that I will have to wear like a double XL because it runs smaller, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So there's not really like a right answer to that. It's more so just like whatever people are feeling like calling me. But yeah, I would say curve model for myself, but I'm not offended by whoever wants to call me whatever. Right. Yeah. Curve model. I love that. Yeah. Curve model. Yeah. Also though, do you ever feel like I'm just a model. Like, just call me a model. Yeah, 100%. That's something that I've had to, like, struggle or, like, battle with in a little bit. Mm Because it's, like, I say that why do we always have to overcompensate? Like, I should be a model and exist in that category. But you always have to, like, overcompensate it. Or, like, when I meet someone at a bar and they're, like, what do you do? I'm, like, a model. The first thing they do is look at me up and down. They're, like, for what? And I'm, like, here we go. Then if I say curve model or plus size model, they're, like, oh, it all makes sense. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, you have a pretty face. And I'm, like, wait, you're missing the point. Like, Mm -hmm. can I just exist in the term model? Right. Um, So that is annoying, for sure. It is annoying. Yeah. Well, first of all, Congrats on Sports Illustrated. You're Thank you're blowing you. up everywhere. Sports Illustrated was that last year or two years ago? Two years ago, 2021. Okay. Yeah. That is so fucking sick. It was really sick. Thank you. And was it like Sports Illustrated rookie or what was it exactly? So basically I did this swim search and I had tried out for three years prior to that. So it was definitely a grind. Three I started- Three years? Yeah, like consistently, like getting publicly rejected, trying out again, publicly rejected, trying out again. I fucking love you. You know, but you just have to. Like, if That's you want sick. something, like, you literally have to go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I finally did. And then I made top 13 finalists is kind of, like, my term. I, I Like, the proper term for the search. But I was in the magazine, which was really cool. And I had, like, a full page, full spread. So, like, that was really sick. 
Um, That's incredible. Yeah, and that was just like very pivotal, I think, in my career. And I love to like take a win like that and run with it and like see what else I can do with it and try and make it, you know, bigger. And it really did help my career for sure. So I'd love to like work with them again and whatever. But that was a dream. Baby, baby, you have ran with it. Baby, we ran. You took (laughs) We sprinted. (laughs) We have been sprinting. We've been sprinting with that. I'm like, thank you. That's my title now. Everywhere I go, thank you. It'll be like 20 years ago. And I'm like, I'm a sprinter model still. As you should. On your tombstone. On the, yeah. I mean, it's on your Wikipedia. Literally. Wikipedia knows. Come on. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Sleuths, the weather is getting hotter and hotter, and so am I. And you know what that means? It's time to be outside constantly. I am here to present and invite you to Live Nation Concert Week. From now until May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette. Oh my God, the flashback, the nostalgia, Cage the Elephant, and so many more for way less. Seriously, this might be the best deal I've ever come across. What is better than getting ready with your friends to the music you are about to see live? And then meeting a cute guy at the show and dancing the night away on a warm summer night? There is literally nothing better than that. I know I will be in attendance for sure. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. So it's not tried out. What's the term to like get into sports? Like auditioned. Yeah, would be a good word. Yeah. In 2016. Yeah. Well, let me think. Actually, back. No, it was more. 2018 was my first year. Oh, 2018. 2018. I was living in Hawaii. Went to school there. Wasn't even a model. Had no experience. And I was like, "Fuck it, I want to be a model." That's when I tried out. Didn't get it. Tried out again. 2019. Didn't get it. Went to Miami. Tried out in person. Didn't get I it. I love this. And then tried out again. 2020. I was like, let's go. Pandemic year. <laughs> You're yeah. like, let's just fu- like resilient just as fuck. Have let's just go. keep going. Just keep going. Keep wow. swimming. That's really incredible. So Thanks. you, you're welcome. You are not modeling. And then 2018. Yeah. What shifted where you were like, you know what? I'm a fucking model. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Okay. So this is funny. Well, I could take it a few different ways, but I just love taking photos. Like my whole life always took photos. And then I got curvier and I was like, you can't be a model. You don't look like a model. Then I saw plus size models blowing up. Ashley Graham, all these role models that I look up to. It's a whole market now for it. And I was like, wait, maybe I could do that. And I would take photos on the beach, like for Instagram, just like I had no followers at the time, but it was just like fun taking photos in Hawaii. And everyone's like, wait, how'd you do that? Like, how'd you just do that with your face? Like you almost just like turn a switch when you see a camera. 
And I'm like, okay, it's almost like this, like, I felt like I had it like right. within me. And so when I kept doing it, my friends were like, you have to do it. And they honestly pushed me to get into it. And then I got fired from a restaurant job because I was late too many times, which like still applies. I'm like a little lady, like a little tardy sometimes, <laughs> but like, it's okay. We're working on it years later. Um, same, no, like, same. I was literally on. crying about it earlier today when I almost missed my flight. And I was so like, you get me. I'm like, I don't want to continue living this life. No, it's so hard. Where I'm always late and stressed about it's being a problem. late when it's fully in my control. So what do we do about it? I don't know. Because I don't know I, either. <laughs> be on time. LOL. That's LOL. what people listening think. Just right. be on time. It doesn't work It doesn't like work that, that way. Mm-mm. Time doesn't work in my brain. No. Time is an illusion. Time is an illusion. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't exist. What day is it? What time is it? I don't know. I don't either. We have places to be. I don't know. <laughs> like, we need someone to manage this. Like, how do we do this? It's a problem. Like, I Significantly thought, worse. right? I yeah. thought you get older, you learn, learn how to manage your time a little bit better. Right. And it's just getting way, way worse. Right. And it's causing a lot of friction. A lot in of my, stress. Yes. In my relationships, in my life. Friendships, work. Work. Problem. Right? We got to figure it out. I look unprofessional. But you're like not trying to be. No. But when you show up, you are professional. No, I'm frantic. But every time I'm mad at you. Oh my God, it's such a problem. <laughs> like, ugh. We got to figure something out. I just want everyone to know who's listening. And <laughs> Listen up. Anyone who's about to meet me, I might be late. It's going to happen. I will be late. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> and you're still going to have to either A, love me, mm-hmm. or be like, this won't work. That's a possibility. Okay, I want to ask you this. Yes. So you have something to go to. Yes. And you look at your phone and realize you're going to be on time for it. Interesting. Do you, at that point, mm-hmm. call the Uber, get in the car, make it on time? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. If I have time, this is weird. Like, if I'm early, this is odd. And then, yeah, no, I somehow find a reason to still be late. That is what I'm saying. Like, are are we addicted to the drama? Are we addicted? That's another take. Addicted to the chaos. I think there's like an element. Uh huh. Oh, we could get deep on this. (laughs) We We might talk off cameras about this because we can get deep about this. It's true. Okay, you get me. That like hit something in me. Well, I started thinking addicted to the chaos, like addicted to chaos in relationships. Totally. Childhood. That shit stems from childhood for sure. I'm calling my mom after this and I'm going to be like, I'm like, (laughs) what, why, why am I late all the time? I had a, I had an eye opening conversation. (laughs) We had a groundbreaking moment. This stems from childhood. And I'm learning some shit, mom. Yep. And it's your fault. Why don't you explain? Like, (laughs) why don't you let me know? Let's unravel it. (laughs) Okay. So (laughs) you moved to Hawaii. Yes. And also, by the way, when I say and all of a sudden you were like, I want to be a model. Yeah. I hope that does not come off condescending at all. No. It's just when I think model, I think either complete nepotism mm-hmm. or I think someone that is six feet. Right. Like the epitome. And, double zero. you know, yeah. And they really they were like, well, you know, this fits. That's what I have to yeah. do. Like those are the two things that I have in my brain. A hundred percent. That's why it's like I'm trying to change the the industry. As you should. Well, and, the, and the industry isn't even like that really anymore. Yeah, it's changing. It's for sure changing. But it's still to reach a certain level, to break through a certain door, 
a lot of the doors that I have opened have been from myself. It hasn't been from an agent. It hasn't been from a relationship, a famous parent, Mm -hmm. money in my life. Like it wasn't that. It was like consistency. It was resilience. It was knocking on the door until they finally opened. Well, also you're gorgeous. You're beautiful, gorgeous. But it's like, I'm not ever going to be the prettiest in the room. I won't ever be the skinniest in the room. I won't ever be whatever. But it's like having that persistence and like consistent energy, but also showing up with like positive energy, like not taking shit from no one. I always say like, no matter how many no's you get along the way, like you never give up. So it's like, that's the mentality you have to have in order to break through whatever career it may be to mm-hmm. get to that next level. And it it was in alignment with finding myself and finding my confidence. Thank you. Like that's not something that you can just like, I mean, this industry will really get you insecure. Like this will make you having yourself compared to everyone. Like mm-hmm. it's not an easy industry and it's very superficial and it's literally quite literally like how you look down to your measurements. So wow. if you aren't confident, it can break you. And I think I wouldn't have gone into this you know, let's say five years ago when I was insecure. Mm -hmm. So it's like I had a whole shift in my confidence, which I now call myself CEO of confidence. Like that was not an overnight shift. Right. Um, That takes time. Mm -hmm. And I think once you find that shift, it's almost like a light switch that hits and the confidence, you just run with it. So how do you find that shift? Yeah, I find that shift honestly from just like looking within and that sounds so cliche, but it's like, Once you find like different triggers that are hitting you or different things that like you're comparing yourself to, it's almost like it's an internal thing. So Mm -hmm. it's like I feel like I wasn't confident with who I was as a person, like in its entire being Mm -hmm. that once I found that confidence from within, it shined from without. So no matter how much like bigger I got or like weight I gained since high school, it doesn't correlate into my confidence because that confidence was not external. Yes. You know, and that's hard. Like, it's not easy. Like, so once you know that, that's one thing, but it's another to act on it and soul search with it and figure out those deep stuff, you know, and it's not an overnight thing. It it really was down to just feeling tired of being tired. And I talk about this a lot with just being so fed up with being insecure, having food and the way you look at your body, run your everyday life and mental thoughts. Like, Mm. as a woman, we can all relate to that. And it's so draining. And I think people, once you realize, like, I'm actually not giving into this any longer, you have nowhere else to go but up, you know? Yeah. So once you're like, all right, let's shift this. Like, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this mentality. Like, I can't wear the bikini or I can't wear those shorts until I lose weight. I can't wear the tank tops because my arms are big. Like, once you stop having those negative thoughts and you're like, I just want to love myself and be happy with where I'm at right now, Mm -hmm. your body can fluctuate and, like, you still will be happy. You still will be confident because it's not an external thing. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. I I totally understand that. I think for me, I understand it on a different level. Yeah. I am turning 31. Yeah. In less than two months. You look 24. This is crazy. You okay. literally look like, okay, but, but in a good way. Like, okay. you look so young but and youthful. Also, it's, like, insane. <laughs> thank you. Not like 31 is not old. No, no, no. But, like, you look really young. Thank you so much. Yeah. But that's the thing is you literally told me that, and I I got wet again. I got Love horny. that. She's horny. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. People are like, what is this show? What are you talking about? No, but I got excited, right? Like, that yeah. made me happy. And then I thought about what you had said beforehand, which yeah. is if I'm getting excited because you're telling me I don't look my age and right. I look younger, right? that's not where I should be getting my validation though, right? Right. I should take it as like, oh, that's really sweet. That's amazing. Totally. But me feeling confident and, you know, mm. should come from within. Totally. Because when you're seeking it externally and you're seeking it within a guy or you're seeking it 
with the jean size that you wear, like you'll never be happy because mm-hmm. there'll always be better. There'll always be someone prettier, always, always someone funnier, always someone. It's like, so if you're chasing that, like you will never be happy or content. So it, it actually has to come from within or like that yeah. that has like a time limit. Like that will end if it comes from a validation of a guy or whatever it may be. A hundred percent. Yeah. Which is so crazy to think about the 14 year olds now. Oh my God. Pray look for them. 24. Yeah. It's like, insane. I've been hanging out with my brother. He's been staying with me in New York. Yeah. Well, we're in Los Angeles, but I was yeah. he was staying with me. I just got to LA today. Lucas was staying with me for three weeks almost. He's 19. Mm. And he was showing me the girls that like he went to school with and is dating and blah, blah, blah. And they're all, you know, 18, 19 year old girls and have full plastic surgery and all these things. Which I don't hate on plastic surgery. No, for sure. But I'm just thinking about me when I was 18. Yeah. Did you have anything done at 18 or no? No, no. But did I want to? Probably. Like, and it's interesting because I don't now. I don't want anything done now. I'm not against anything. But it's like, like, that's where it comes with those insecurities of Mm -hmm. feeling like you need to change. You're always looking for something to fix. You're always looking for something to change because no one's perfect. There's always going to be flaws like that you find within yourself. But it's Mm -hmm. like. Yeah, it's like they're chasing that idea of perfection. And exactly. especially with social media. It's like if I had TikTok back in the day, I'd be screwed. I'd be screwed. I would be so fucked. I'd hate myself. Oh, my God. I already hated myself when I was 18. Yeah, like, I can't even imagine. imagine. Can nope. you imagine? Nope. Oh, gives me nightmares. It's terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. And it's so like they all look so much older. Everyone is like filters, makeups, like surgery, extensions. This I'm like, what? Like when like... <sighs> I used to look like a kid kid. Like, I was wearing, like, ugly outfits. Like, I was not cute. I was not cute. Thank you. It's crazy. It's, like, such a different generation. I know. But I worry for them. I I do, too. And something, I mean, when you were saying the someone's always going to be prettier and, you know, there's no such thing as perfectionism. Yeah. I think young adults now... They're like, no, I can look prettier. Yeah. I can like, you know, join the competition. Let me just do this and this and this and this. Yeah. Which is crazy. Well, and it's like when you're looking on Instagram, you're literally fighting to look like someone that doesn't even look like them. Like that shit's photoshopped. That's not even who they look like. I know. So you're trying to change yourself to be them, but they don't even look like them. It's like the most toxic shit ever. Didn't they just ban something in Europe somewhere. Yeah, it was somewhere like in another country where you had to like say if you're using a filter or like editing or something, which like I could kind of see being like worth it for the young generation mainly. Like, you know, I just, I don't know. I completely agree with that. Because even like younger kids or like my little cousins are like, oh my God, she's so perfect. I'm like, wait, that is so Photoshopped. You can literally see that the door is like, (laughs) but they like don't even see those things. And like the younger they are, like they're more a little bit like naive to it. Mm -hmm. So they're like, no, like she's so stunning and perfect. I'm like, okay, first of all, that's hair extensions. That's plastic surgery. That's a new nose. That's, you know, a lot of money. That's it's like people don't see that. And I'm like, damn. You know who else doesn't see it? Me. Because I'm about to turn 31. Well, at least you're not 100 like my parents, so. (laughs) (laughs) Done. But I swear to God, I'm just as susceptible to that shit as a fucking 18-year-old. No, easily. I mean, I am too. Like, I say, like, I'm like, I want to get phased by it. But, like, there's times where I'm like, damn. Like, it is hard to, yeah, it is hard overall. And I think it can be toxic in itself, so. Let's get rid of all social media. Get burn it. (laughs) Burn it to the fucking ground. Burn phones. Right. You can only have a phone when no. you're 
50 maybe? Literally, that's fair. I think that's fair. I don't know. As your parents. As your parents, they've been around. They've been around a long time. (laughs) They have a ton of experience. I'll ask them. We'll ask them. Because they definitely were alive when there were no phones. Right. Well, just curious because like I had a phone before my dad. Like that's actually embarrassing. (laughs) Like my parents got divorced and they're like, you need a phone to contact us. I was like, dad, you don't have a phone. Like really? Swear. Didn't even have a phone. I had a razor before his ass had a phone. Like what? Like yeah, they are a hundred actually. So what? Did, like, did you have to get a pager for your dad? Well, no, I was like, Dad, like I need to contact you. Like I can't just call mom. Like you need it. And he's like, No, I know. Like he just didn't care. I'm like, This is crazy. He's like, I have my emails. I'm like, What? At that point, I'm like, Get a phone. I love how you getting a phone was the reason your dad got a phone. Yeah. That's, oh yeah. That is inc- that's like it was so your personality. Yeah. And I fucking love that. Like, let me lead this family. Let yes. me be the leader. I'll get the phone you're, first. You're leading the family <laughs> and you. I'm leading mine. Exactly. Period. You guys just heard it. Heard it here first. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So, Ella, we are going to move on a little bit from modeling, although I do want to ask one question about it that I found extremely interesting is you mentioned that you kind of feel like modeling is going back to this heroin chic look Mm -hmm. and you hate that. Has that just always been there or do you think, you know, there was a certain type of model that was progressing and now we're taking, you know, 100 steps back? Yeah. I think it's just trends. Like a lot of the media linked with the fashion industry, linked with this whole modeling industry. It's like it's all based around trends, which really sucks. Mm -hmm. But at one point, it's like it's in to have a bigger butt and have the hips. And so then brands are wanting that because that's what's trending. And then the media wants to cover it because that's what's trending. But then when you see people losing weight and wanting to be skinny and like going back into the old era and making articles of heroin chic is back, like those articles are damaging. Those headlines are damaging and everyone follows. So Mm -hmm. it it really is like one person does it and it's a domino effect. And I think that started to spiral into the fashion industry where then skinny was in, Ozempic was in. Fashion week was now thinner models. It was like, it was. I don't even know the percentage, but I'm pretty sure only like 20% were plus size models in fashion week, which was like unheard of. It was like the lowest we've seen in years. Wow. Compared to like straight size, which is like a thinner model is the correct term. But it's just like, are we really going backwards? Like what was the point of all that work that body activists and plus size models put that work mm-hmm. in to do to pave the way for someone like myself who's curvy size 14 and it's like oh so now we're going backwards and like that's not in and so that's why I speak about like don't let your body be a trend don't let this be trendy you know thank you so I do see it affecting the modeling industry and the fashion industry which affects like people's careers and livelihoods and like uh, and mental health and mental health and, and eating disorders right and the next generation to come up so yeah it's a little scary it's a little worrisome for sure do you think ozempic has anything to do with like this huge step back for sure i know 
like I swear to God, I have at least yeah five friends on it right now. Yeah, no, for sure. I know at least like five people on it too. I yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. By the way, I was just speaking with one of my friends, and she had to stop taking it because her kidneys got were failing. Some like something like that, like something crazy. Wow, I believe it. Is and I don't think I think people talk about it like it's you know oh my god just this, like, like a hot miracle. thing that's in yeah it's so dangerous and it, the thing is is like it can be beneficial to those that really need it it can of help course. people that have obesity it can help you if you have diabetes my problem with it is when someone is chasing this ideal to be skinny and thinking that they are more beautiful and desired to be skinnier and it's like this whole thing that we're trying to fight against and it's like. Skinny doesn't equal happiness. Skinny doesn't equal beautiful. Why are we still striving to be smaller? Why are we trying to take up less space? Mm -hmm. Like we are constantly as women trying to shrink ourselves in more ways than one. Mm -hmm. And now it's this whole trend of Ozempic to make yourself smaller. And I'm like, bitch, own the space you walk in. Be the curvy body that you are. Like it's so crazy. And it's like I don't I don't judge people that do it because I honestly think five to seven years ago, or if I was in high school and this was out and trending, like I would be calling my mom and begging her to take me to the doctor, like a hundred percent. And I could say that with no judgment and shade, but like now that I've had this awakening and like come to this point of confidence, I don't feel the need to take that. And I wanna help people be like, no, you don't need that. Mm-hmm. And it's scary when someone that's like so small already wants to be smaller, when mm-hmm. you don't know the long-term effects, it's failing people's kidneys. I mean, there's so many articles and scientific research on it. And that's not to say it doesn't help a lot of people, but it also hurts a lot of people. And it hurts society in a lot of ways, too. So a hundred percent. Yeah. This chase that you're talking about, like always wanting to be skinnier yeah. or prettier. Yeah. I am the skinniest I've ever been. Yeah. I am not happy right now, by the way. Yeah. You're like, is this a call no, for help? This is deep. This is I like no, this. Keep th- going. This is real. Yeah. Right? I remember being in middle school, high yeah. school, college, and I always was like, you know, I want to lose like five, 10, 15, whatever. Yeah, for sure. And I am the smallest I've ever been. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like I'm on fucking cloud nine. Right. I don't feel like I hit nirvana. I'm the happiest ever right. at all. Do you feel like you were intentionally trying? And I don't know if you've lost weight. I, I don't know at mm-hmm. all. Do you feel like you were intentionally trying to lose weight? Do you feel like it happened naturally? Do you feel like this is something that's on your mind a lot? Like, So I think it was completely unintentional. Mm-hmm. And... I think that it was not on my mind whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It used to be when I was younger. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I think something about middle school and high school, like, I remember being obsessed. Obsessive with, thoughts, for yes. sure. And then it and then it kind of dwindled. And yeah. Then, and then it really, like, almost completely dissipated for me. I yeah. know that's not the case for everyone. And I lost, like, a significant amount of weight without trying to. Mm-hmm. And not even obsessing over it, but I'm aware, right, that right. I'm the smallest I've ever been, right? And I'm not like I am so happy. I am right. so skinny. I, like yeah. I don't feel like that at all. Do you wake up and you like look in the mirror and you feel like you're a bad bitch? You feel so confident, no. or is it almost like opposite? Mm, I I wouldn't say opposite, but I wouldn't say like oh my god, you're a bad bitch because I'm that fucking level of skinny that I always wanted to be be. when I was younger. And then you get there and you're like, oh, this is it? I'm like, I'm not fulfilled. Wait, I would like to work out with my personal trainer triple the amount so I have an ass. And like, you know, you will always find something, always. Always. And that's the thing is like people are chasing a number on a scale, a size of your jeans. 
once you get there, you will not be fulfilled. Like you will not be happy. If you feel like you're doing this challenge for yourself and you want to be healthier and like you're working out a ton and eating clean, like nothing wrong with that. I'm not like anti don't work out. I work out all the time. Like I'm not against that. Mm -hmm. I'm against the idea that like when you feel like you hit a point, you'll finally be happy. Like that's where you're not looking. Like you are not looking in the right spots. Like if you feel like your confidence lies on a number, like you will not be confident. You won't achieve that. No. And how do people talk to you differently about your body? Like, Do you feel like you get more compliments now that you're smaller? I don't think I get more compliments. I think because I lost weight when I was already in the public eye, mm-hmm. there used to be a lot of talk about how much weight I lost. Right. And I actually did get to a point which was a little bit scary. Like, I will admit that 100%. Mm-hmm. And then I think I gained some weight back, but not all of it. Yeah. And now people, like, won't comment as much. No one's like, you're hotter or you're not as hot. Yeah. But they'll always be like, she's so skinny. Or, right. like, they'll you comment know. on it still. Yeah. That's what's, like, super difficult, too, when someone – you have no idea what someone's going through. Like, for all I know, I could be on Ozempic. Like, you wouldn't even know. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. people don't know anything. So it's like – when you start getting comments from the public of like, oh, you look so like so good or oh my God, you look amazing. What have you been doing? You don't know if that person's starving themselves. Like, yeah. You don't know if they haven't eaten in weeks. Like they yes. you don't know if they're miserable and have something going on at home. But then you constantly are getting validation of you look so good. You look so pretty. Keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That messes with someone's mental health. Like that literally messes with you right there. Right. You know, it's like so now you have to like gauge how you feel, but then how the public feels about you, how your friends feel about you. When you don't feel happy, you don't feel complete the smallest you've ever been. But maybe people are like, you look so fucking good, girl. Like, you look so good. You're like, fuck, I'm not even happy. You'll never be enough. Like, people always have something to say. Yes. Always. But I really, I remember middle school, I had like a little bit of a complex high school a little bit. And now I'm like, okay, so you're teeny tiny and the smallest you've ever been. Right. And am I like... Oh my God, I fucking made it, everybody. No, no, (laughs) no, no. Because now I'm like, oh, well, now let's take care of this. Right. Let's work on this and get a little thicker here. It's like, you can't fucking win. No. So you just got to be happy with who you are today, right now, the way you are. Which is, you talk about it like it's like, snap let's go but you did years and years of work years and years years and years but but the baby steps you can do every day the affirmations every day you can do the journal about you know journaling about your health mental health and how you feel about yourself who you hang out with you can do Mm -hmm. you can control who's your surrounding who talks badly about themselves get them out of your life like Mm -hmm. actually look at who is circling around you Who makes you feel good about yourself? Notice when you walk away from hanging out with someone, do they make you feel good or not? Like those things we can control every day. And it gets easier and easier every day. Really do that. Oh my God. That just like struck a chord. I'm totally the friend who will tell my friends, you look stunning. You're just amazing. Yeah. I'm also the friend who will sit there and be like, um, I'm sorry, my fucking hair. Yeah. By the way, I'm making it sound like I hate myself. No, 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 but this Maybe is fair and so mood. relatable. Right? No, this is so relatable. 100%. And I will sit there and be like, uh, my hair, like this, like that, like, right. you know. Right. Misery loves it's, company. It's I'm hard. that bitch. You're real as fuck for saying that because some people are like, I would never talk badly about myself. No, like, that's real as fuck for you to acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. Self awareness queen, if I've ever heard it. 
Um, but at least we know. Yeah, I know we're self-aware. We know yeah. that misery loves company and we also love to be late. So like we're very self-aware. Girl, we are going to be best friends. No, I feel it. Like we're going to be horrible for each other. Like also therapists for each other in a way. So we have covered a lot of deep, deep. shit. I like that. Deep shit, guys. Yes. deep that. up in here. Yes. Let's, I want to <laughs> lighten up a little bit. It's not lightening up. I'm We're nervous. Just being fucking real. Yeah, let's get real. This is what I want to talk to you about. Okay. So you said something about when you are in front of a camera. Yes. You fucking kill it. Thank you. I try. Yes. Well, I mean, I've seen the pictures and you do. Thank you. Sports Illustrated has seen the pictures and you do. Period. Wikipedia has seen the <laughs> Wikipedia pictures. Wikipedia is on my side. <laughs> and you do. <laughs> Miami Swim Week. That's where you're headed oh, right so after this, right? Yeah. They Stay fucking tuned. seen the pictures too. Yes, yes, yes. So I've learned a little bit because I've had to. Of course. To, when a camera's on me to just kind of know what to do. Yeah. My mom, for example, she wants pictures taken left and right. Right, right. Does she know how to pose in front of a camera? No. no. Right. Mm -mm. Relatable, right. She kind of, and I love her to death. And and I used to be like this. Like once a camera showed up, showed up mm. I would kind of lose all like muscle control in my face mm. and just not know how to work a camera. And it just for a lot of people, it feels really awkward. Yes, for sure. I want you to tell me how people, specifically me, how to um, <laughs> pose in front of a camera. I mean, it doesn't have to be me, but you know what I'm saying? No, for like, sure. Like, what are the go-tos? Well, do you ever practice like, in front of your mirror at all to see like what angles, what sides? Like, do you ever do that? No. So do that. Do a little practice <laughs> lesson. Do that in front of the mirror. Uh, fucking step one. Step one. Just practice it out. Also practice with your friends. Take some pics. See what sides look good. What doesn't look good. I think what's always great is like elongating. Like I think like when you have like a leg out, like I can't do it sitting, but when you have like a foot out and it's mm -hmm. like almost pointed, it makes everything like look super long. Um, I like making shapes one. with my body. So like this looks like a triangle, right? Like on your hips, like doing like different shapes. Like also, holding, like using yeah, your like hands holding, on your Yeah, to like pose. I did this at a, at a shoot today, actually. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's not like the bend and snap. It's actually the um, graze and point. So what you do is like <laughs> you graze the side of your body. So it's not like a harsh like this. This is giving like seventh grade. It's more of like a graze, like almost like your hand is like on your lower hip, almost like butt area. And that's like a graze and you graze up your leg and your shoulders like a little bit back like this and you graze and then you kind of just like hold your hand here, shoulders back and then you just smize. You know? Okay. But okay. like instead of being like harsh, because this looks posed, this looks effortless. You know what I'm saying? So this is posed. That's like too posed. Like you don't look like you're trying Elwood, too hard. Elwood. It's giving pose. harsh. It's giving like But if like you kind of have it. But if you have it like a little bit back and you're almost like grazing the side of your hip and your arms are like back like I this. I feel that. I feel that. And it's like an effortless, like so sexy. But even just doing that, like I your take arms a photo. back. Yeah. You look great. Like, are you ready for a new Instagram photo? Like, I got you. I mean, I think I'm ready for, like, a bunch of new photos. I mean, like, I'm ready for you. I'm about to hand you my phone. I do want to quickly ask you about the smize. Yes, let's talk about the smize. People are like, they're like, they're crazy. We're like, we'll be back. We're just, we're going to take photos Just like a tutorial really, really quick. Don't worry. The smize. Miss Tyra. Right? Yeah, she's that, that's she where that invented. Started. Yeah, 100%. America's Next Top Model. Oh, my God, yes. I remember her holding the cards. I remember her doing it. She was brutal with she's it. Savage. So, she's so 
fucking gorgeous. <laughs> she is. She's insane. She's also cuckoo, but like she was like beautiful. savage for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Telling everyone they were ugly, but like we get it, Tyra. <laughs> like times have changed. That probably wouldn't be a fly now. No, she was a savage with it. If you ever Wait, look back on it, I'm thinking about America's Next Top Model. That shit would not fly. No, they now. would never allow that. They'd be like, "You're ugly." I'm like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" Like you can't say that now. Like, no, she was real. She was real. She was like, "I'm finding the next model." Yeah, she was great at smizing, and it's about making love to the camera. Making love to the camera. Making love to the camera. Like it's all in the eyes, and you almost have to have like that doe eye look and like. You just have to like look at it and like have everything just like sink in. Yeah. And your lips have to be like a little open, like perked mm-hmm. open a little bit. Like it's just like a little like sultry, like, you know? It's it's acting. It is. Full blown, you're in a character. Alter ego. Yeah. You making know? love to, what's harder? Making love to a guy or making oh. love to the camera? Way harder making love to a guy. They need to. They need to work on. They need to work on a few things first. But no. Um. The camera is just like easy. It flows. Men are like a little bit harder to deal with. A little harder to like work with. But both are great. Both are great. Both but are a great. camera will give you great pictures, yes. and a guy will give you an STI or get you pregnant. Exactly. So and like you need therapists. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just too much. Yeah. Yeah. So make love to the camera. For sure. You'll never go wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, you could go wrong, but we'll work on it. <laughs> we'll do more tutorials. Okay. <laughs> this has been fucking amazing i want to quickly jump into my listener questions yes and i'm gonna read these and we are going to answer them together let's do it and give the sleuth some advice okay Mm -hmm. so question number one hi sophia is it a huge red flag for someone to track their partner's whereabouts without their consent i recently found out my boyfriend put a tracker on my car when I went on a girl's trip and he thought it was hilarious, but I was about 40% disturbed, 40% aroused. No, this is hilarious. 12% ready to break up and 8% ready to fuck and suck. Okay, wow. this girl's conflicted. She's conflicted. Help a hoe out. There have been no other signs of craziness. His ex cheated and that was his excuse for why he did it. Okay, that's a lot to unpack. So... Basically, this guy that she's dating put a tracker on her car without her knowing. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. You know, the old me in my really fucked up toxic relationships would be like, oh, my God, if that's not love. Like, he cares. Then... (laughs) No, that's like the toxic shit of us. Yes. Like, but like no one else would care like he would. Exactly. Like, are we okay? Like, if that's not love, I don't know what the fuck love is. Right. Like, that's love. And he wants to know about like my whereabouts, yeah. make sure I'm safe and whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, now that we're a little bit, you know, understanding of that part mm-hmm. and enlightened. Right. I think that's batshit crazy. I think that's batshit crazy. If you don't know about it and a tracker, like, it's one thing to, like, oh, I have, like, your location on your phone. Mm-hmm. Like, find my friends. Mm-hmm. But you put a whole ass tracker on this girl's <laughs> car that you are in a relationship with and supposed to trust and love. Like, that's yeah. not love, right? No. Mm. no, it's not love. This is a problem. I get the arousement and I get the, like, oh, but he loves me. 
But I do think that percentage point was off on her point. And it should have been like 80% red flag a problem, Mm -hmm. 20% like he loves me. I completely agree with that. Again, when I was younger, I would think totally. oh my God, yeah, of course. Totally. Him putting a tracker in your car without you knowing. Yeah. Scary. Scary. Scary, scary, scary. And like, how did you find out about it? Like, I kind of have more questions. Me too. Was it like ding, ding, ding? Like something went off or like air tag? Notice, like alert. <laughs> like, what the fuck was that conversation? And how did he play that off? Like, oh, just my ex cheated. Like, no. Thank you. I mean, I'm gonna go into my next relationship and be like, hi. Like, I just fucking lit your house on fire because my ex like hurt my feelings in my yeah. last relationship. Like, you don't bring up the ex. No. You know, to justify something in your new relationship. No, we need therapy. Mm-hmm. We do therapy, and then and we then. enter the new relationship. Exactly. So, girl, I get it. You find it hot because, like, he's showing he cares. Right. And, like, oh, my God. Right. That might mean he cares, but there's healthy ways to show you care. Totally. And that's not one of them. Totally. And also, Ella, I think we've both been in this situation. Once a dude crosses that line mm-hmm. of uh, – does he love me or is he fucking obsessed with me? Yeah. Once the line is crossed, it's a little bit um, not fun anymore. No, and you almost can't reverse that. Yeah. Next question. Hi, Sophia. Help a girl out, please. I can't stop going after drama. <laughs> right. I'm laughing because we, we just, just talked, talked about this. Yeah. I can't stop going after drama and being a psycho in my relationships with men Mm. because it pumps me up, but Mm. I know it's unhealthy. When I'm bored, I seek out ways to make things more interesting. Sometimes I even stir the pot to get attention. So do I embrace and accept these qualities as who I am, or do I push myself to become a more balanced and healthier person, even though it would go against my soul? Her soul. That's a good one, too. I mean, girly, I don't want to And also relatable, right? Beyond. Like, we seek the chaos. We seek the drama. Yes. And this is where I would say you have to be extremely self-aware. Yeah. And there has to be some balance. Yeah. Because, I mean, for me, if the relationship is kind of just feeling a little bit boring, like a little... Maybe I'll, you know... Sprinkle. Yeah. Sprinkle. You need to have the sprinkle factor. Not pour. Not pour. Sprinkle. Sprinkle the drama in. Mm-hmm. But it can't all be drama with a sprinkle of healthy. No. It has to be healthy with a sprinkle of chaos. Yes. And that is the best relationship coming from someone that's very single. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. I know everything about relationships. I've been single forever. Um, I'm it's fucking, true. I'm fucking single myself. Like, so. you get it. Like, we are the same person. What the fuck? This is why, though, you listen to us. Coaches don't play, honey. They do I not. I will coach from the sidelines, baby. But if I'm <laughs> stepping in the court, it's, it's, a, it's a bad game. We can't play because we know we're the coaches. We're Thank not the players. Thank you. Not the players. And we will stay that way. And y- yes, we will stay single <laughs> forever. Till we die. Till we die. Till we're 100. Like, literally. I mean, you're with me on this, right? I'm there with you on the <laughs> sidelines. Jesus. So I totally agree. It just a sprinkle of chaos, yeah. I think, is totally healthy. Great recipe. They get it. They get it. Okay. The girls like, get it, get it, get it. <laughs> okay, next and last question. Here we go. Bring it on. Hey, Slew, I have a question regarding a hookup. 
I went over to a guy's house and after we slept together, he went on his phone and I saw that my Instagram was in his search history. Okay. I joked that he was looking me up and he explained that he jacked off before we slept together. Is this normal? Why do guys do this? Please help. No fucking way that man admitted that. No way he admitted that. I didn't see the question going that way. I that took a left turn. It yeah. Um, um <laughs> Wow, I got to give it to the guy. I've never heard of a man so honest. Got to give it to him. Yeah. So, we know he's an honest guy. Honest king. Points for that. Right. Um I'm scared though. You are a little. I didn't know that guys could jack off to just pictures on Instagram all the time. Well, you a know certain that. kind of guy, true. A certain kind of guy, right? Oh my god! But men are men. Like that's you were, true. Like ew! That's- I get that question all the time. Like, do you know men are jerking off to your like modeling photo? I'm like, okay, well now that's gross, right? But I get like it's true though. No, like, I. You know what? I'm acting stupid right now. I remember my ex told me like, oh yeah. I did try to like I would go through all your pics and like see jack off. see and that was mm-hmm. your ex. This yeah. ain't no this ain't no weirdo. That's your ex. I mean, yeah, maybe he is a weirdo, and that's why we're exes. But right, yes. But I think it's probably common. It's obviously. common. But no way he admitted that. Like that's kind of <laughs> bold. Like I would have just been like, oh yeah, like my homie was asking who's coming over. Like I would have played it off super cool. Like yeah. Oh yeah, I just think you're cute. Like what? Yeah, I jacked off to your photos before you came over. <laughs> like what? I don't know if I'd be flattered or disgusted or have the ick immediate. Like I don't know what I would have reacted to. Like, you know what? If he performed well in bed, then okay. I'm gonna give him a pass. Fair. He jacked off before, so he should have been able to last a good amount of time. Right. If he gave you foreplay, if he did everything right. True. I'm going to respect him for being honest. Yeah. If he told you, oh, my God, I jacked off before you came over. And he was horrible in and bed. And then he was horrible. Like, he's a weirdo. Like, there's something yeah. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So You it, can't be bad in bed and jack off to my photos. Mm-mm. You got to know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Be really turned on by me. You like what you see. But, like, you're still putting in the work, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know if that <laughs> rationale that I just did makes any sense. But it's I don't sense. really care because it makes sense to me. Makes sense to me. We're going to give him a pass if the sex was good. Girly, please. please, please follow up. Let us know, sis. <laughs> and write back in because I need to know. We need to know. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't just give it an automatic no because he was honest. Right. Because guys are Fair. out here doing that shit. Yeah. No, he was honest with it. He was. It's applaudable. Ella, you and I are going to be horrible for each other, but I Literally. love you. I love you. And I'm going to make you miss your flight. No, I'm just kidding. No. Ella, this is perfect. <laughs> thank you so much for coming. Where can everybody find you? You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Ella Halikas. And stay tuned, baby. Swim week, we're coming. New confident vids, we're coming. Smize tutorials, we're coming. <laughs> stay tuned. We're going to be taking some fire photos of Sophia's like, just wait. Just wait. Just fucking wait. Like, Iconic. everybody. Iconic. Thank you so much for coming. You were incredible. And Sloots, I will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.